for a little something extra from the apple seed. And now, here's your host, Sam Payne. It's such a pleasure to have you with us for a little something extra here in the podcast. Just about every day, we bring you a full hour filled with stories for you and your family. We post that hour, and we also like to post a little something extra, just in case you've only got a few minutes, and you want to fill those few minutes with a great story or song or poem, as in the case of today's Appleseed Extra, a poem called Watermelon Time, performed for you by Tim Lowry. Tim says that an early casting decision is in Tim Lowry's drama career came when he convinced the pastor of his church that his ability to raise one eyebrow made him the ideal candidate to play King Herod, since it looked wicked. Well, he's been in a lot of plays since, but most of the time he spends on stage these days as a professional storyteller. And this is a reading from Tim of a poem by James Whitcomb Riley, all about watermelon, a summer food, and to celebrate the summer wherever you are. This poem is the perfect way to do it. Here's Watermelon Time from Tim Lowry on the Appleseed. Old Watermelon Time is a coming round again, and there ain't a man alive any tickler than me. The way I hanker after watermelons is a sin, which is the why and wherefore, as you can plainly see. Oh, it's in the sandy soil that melons does the best, where they'll lay and waller in the sunshine and dew till they've rubbed the green streaks clean off in their breast. But you bet I ain't a-criticizing them for it, are you? They're the best thing that grows in the vegetable line, and they don't need much tending to, as every farmer knows. And when they're ripe and ready for plucking from the vine, why, I want to say to you, they're the best fruit that grows. There's some that likes the yellow core, and some that likes the red. And some that say Little California is the best, but the sweetest slice I ever wedged in my head was the Edinburgh Mountain Sprout of the West. You don't want any pumpkins, nigh you watermelon vines, for somehow or another they'll spoil your melon shore. I've seen them taste like pumpkins from core to the rinds, which may be a fact you've heard of before. But melons that's raised right and tended to with love and care, why, you can walk amongst them with a parent's pride and joy and thump every one of them melons on the head with as fatherly a air as if each one was your little girl or boy. Oh, it joys my heart to hear the rending sound when you split one down the middle and jolt the halves in two and all the friends you love the best is gathered round and you say unto your sweetheart, oh, here's the core for you. I like to cut them up in big slices for them all and watch the children in their high delight as one by one the rinds with their pink notches fall and they holler for some more with unquenched appetite. Boys takes to it natural and I like to see them eat. A slice of watermelons like a French harp in their hands and when they saw it through their mouths, such music can't be beat for it's music both the spirit and the stomach understands. For there's more to watermelon than that pretty colored meat and the overflowing sweetness of the water squished betwixt the upward and the downward motions of a feller's teeth, and that's the taste of ripe old age and juicy childhood mixed. For I never ate a slice of watermelon what my mind doesn't fly back to the summertime of youth, and I see the rising of the dawn, and the long hazy afternoon of a summer's day, and the dusk and dew of falling and the night of coming on, and there's the corn around us, and the lisping of the leaves and trees, and the stars are shining down on us as still as silver mice, and us boys in the watermelons on our hands and knees, the new moon o'erhead like a yellow cord slice. It's watermelon time is a coming round again, and there ain't a man alive any tickler than me. The way I hanker after watermelon is a sin, 
which is the why and wherefore, as you can plainly see. Watermelon Time was written by my favorite poet, James Whitcomb Riley, who is the Hoosier poet of Indiana. Them boys play mean basketball, but they have good poets in Indiana. James Whitcomb Riley fell out of favor in the modern age because he had the disadvantage of having poetry that rhymed and made sense. But I have his collected works on my shelf in my living room, and uh, he often says it just the way I imagined it when I was growing up. A mouth-watering poem written by James Whitcomb Riley and recited for you by Tim Lowry, the great storyteller from South Carolina. Such a pleasure to bring you a little something extra in today's episode of The Appleseed. Join us online at byuradio.org slash Appleseed or Google The Appleseed Podcast and subscribe for something new just about every day on the show. And of course, if the stories and songs and poems that we bring you here on The Appleseed spark memories and thoughts for you that you can share with the people that you love around the kitchen table or the living room, we hope that you'll share them with us. You can write them down. Send us an email at theappleseed at byu.edu. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on The Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a little something extra from The Appleseed. Google The Appleseed Podcast and subscribe for something new just about every day. The Appleseed with Sam Payne. <laughs>